0: Hey guys, welcome back to the JSDL podcast, uh, sponsored by Brooklyn Beat. As always, this is Justin, with me is Nick, and our very special guest today is our new owner in uh, JSDL, a, the Colonel, Scholar Sanders. Scholar.
1: Not bad, man, this uh, is one of the 26 recipes, you got me uh, the KFC, uh 26 recipes back
2: um
0: so for those who don't know the colonel actually just came back from a uh goodwill visit in mexico so he's had a lot going on
1: yeah it was very diplomatic um, I was... yeah yeah they, they actually like everything threw me off though it was an hour you know it's an hour uh uh before it started 12 o'clock and three o'clock except one o'clock and four o'clock so I had to really scramble to get my lineup, which really didn't matter in our league. But <laughs> oh,
0: dude, the worst for uh for my dad was he was stationed in Hawaii for three years, and that's um that's a six-hour time zone difference. So he would wake up and games would be starting.
1: Oh yeah, it messes with you because I was like not expecting it at all, and it just I just kind of woke up. I woke up at like maybe ten thirty, eleven. And was like, oh fuck, uh, games are coming on in like an hour.
2: You know, it's funny when I was when I was in Mexico, I actually <clears throat> was able to realize the difference. Uh, when usually the, the inactive's come out about ninety minutes before game time, so I was in I was in Mexico and like, the inactive's are coming out at ten thirty, and I'm like, why is everything popping up so early, so early? And I realize I go, oh, see an hour back. I go, okay, let's keep an eye on this from this point. I
0: actually uh, have a fourth guest. We, we have a fourth <laughs> guest in this podcast. Bobby
2: has has joined us. He's making his de- his uh Bobby. debut. <laughs> he, he really is. It's about time. It's about time. How old is Bobby?
0: Uh, he's doing great. He's uh the fluffiest little guy ever.
1: How how old is Bobby?
0: He um he's gonna he just turned a year in July, so he's gonna be a year and four months at the end of uh October. Ah, uh, so
1: he's still like got all the energy jumper like. <laughs> Crazy! Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's he's full of energy. All, right. oh, get...
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into the uh, the power rankings. Nick, who do you have at number ten? Number this week?
2: ten. Uh, unfortunately, I got my guys uh, Matt and Sean. Um, it's been a rough couple of weeks for them. The uh, Fournette thing is just—it's becoming a problem. You know, he's not playing a lot. He's not playing at all. He's not playing full games, missing a lot of time, and it's really starting to hurt them. Uh, I think the bigger issue with that becomes you know uh between him being out Drake not producing uh Drake producing like the rabbit than more than the running back um you know it's uh it's start it's started to become an issue because the only consistent back that they have now at this point is Barkley, you know and their wide receivers, which were you know as end the season was kind of more of a, of a you know, they weren't really going to rely on the wide receivers as much as, you know, they figured they'd get good quarterback play. They figured they'd get good running back play. Um, the receivers have kind of been, as expected, they're hit or miss. They have some guys put up some big games, they have some guys put up some duds. Um, they probably need to search some outside help for wide receiver. Um, I have heard that Alshon Jeffries is available. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's been tough sliding the last couple of weeks. You know, uh, the last couple of weeks they put up uh, – I know they put up 137 in week, uh, week three, but last week they, they put up 83 points. is terrible. They, they didn't get double-digit points out of either of their quarterbacks, which is actually a pretty tough thing to do if you really think about it. Um,
0: well, to be fair, Fitzpatrick did get benched as well. He did,
2: he did. But, uh, you know – Russell even Russell Wilson didn't put him. He didn't even put up nine and a half points, you know. And uh, that's he's definitely been uh, underperforming, uh, coming off his uh, <clears throat> MVP campaign and um, a well-deserved MVP yeah, very, campaign. Very well-deserved. Uh, and you know he's um, been off to a little bit of a rough start. I,
0: I think we just lost the colonel.
2: Uh, we might have lost him.
0: Alright, let's um let's wrap up Matt oh, real quick, okay, we'll no and We'll go off and go
2: back on. Yeah, you know, and uh you know, they had uh they had no Jordan Reed this week, which didn't help because he's been off to a decent start. Uh really the wide receivers really are a problem. Um they're really not getting consistent wide receiver play out of their guys. Uh see the the thing is is that they have a bunch of decent wide receiver two kind of guys, but they don't have that one guy that they can rely on weekly. So they're kinda of playing musical chairs there. And uh, you know, to this point it hasn't really worked out. Uh they're not the they're one and three, which means that they're you know they have one more win than the, the well I heard that, that one one was bullshit yeah that's what I heard too uh, but um you know I, I I think it's been tough sledding. and uh, you know last year they started off 0 and four so technically they're at a pace this year but I, I don't think that this is where they want them to be uh, heading into week five and uh, it's it doesn't get any easier this week as they face off against uh, Chris, and that's not a res- recipe for success. So, it's it's been tough sliding for them.
0: Well, I, I heard that um, – I, I think the right thing to do at this point is just trade Leonard and Fournette. Yo, can you hear me because I can't hear you. All right, I'm going to stop the segment here. All right, we are back. Um, So, number 10 was the tag team duo of Matt Sean. Nick, who do you have at number 9?
2: Number 9, I believe if I wasn't wrong, was you. Which my team has just been taking a shit lately. (laughs) Are you joking me?
1: Yeah, it was you. Yeah, we can hear you, Colonel.
2: There we go. Yeah, dude, I was correct. I am struggling with live Nirvana. That's really what it comes down to for me. Uh, you're, you're not even close to getting a Nirvana. But, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think what, this week you can't even blame it on that. This week, basically, your trade between you and Colonel basically cost you the week. Yeah, it really did. Uh, if I had Kareem Hunt, I would have won the game. Yeah. That, that, not only that, but I was I was looking at it and I was figuring if you hadn't made the trade, you'd probably start Davis.
0: No, I would have started uh, probably – uh, Philip Lindsey, and he would have still made the difference anyway.
2: Uh, that's true, too. I mean, so I guess either way, it wouldn't have mattered. I w- yeah. Meaning it would have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're not uh, you're not off to a too hot to start. But like I told you earlier today, uh, it gets uglier from here because you're facing off against Geiger this week, and then I believe you got your cousin next week. So, you know, uh, you're – Staring down the barrel of basically 0-6 at this point. And
0: yeah, I have uh, Geiger, Chris, and then the Colonel and I clash on uh, week seven. Well, and I was
1: like, I mean, you got zero production from Howard. Now he goes on by, and you're like, that's two straight weeks with no production with him. So, that hurts. Uh, the, well, the,
0: what the, helps me this week, though, too, is that um, I may be getting Devontae Freeman back.
1: Yeah.
2: That's true. Although, I, you know, to be fair, did you, did you not play Coleman last week?
0: No, I had to play Coleman.
2: I yeah, I was saying, honestly, like, Freeman's addition to me isn't, like – like, I don't see Freeman putting up uh, much more production than Coleman did.
0: Well, Coleman hasn't been
2: great the past, uh, like, week or two, though, either. No, no, he hasn't. But I I don't know. I just – that whole situation's kind of messy. But uh, what it's I was going to was –
1: um, Yeah, if, if Freeman's 100%, like, he's the guy to own. But I don't know if they're going to push him right back into 100% uh, lead back. Yeah, I don't think he's going
2: to get his full-time role, you know. Uh, the bright side is at this point is that no matter what, we can guarantee that one of you is going to get a win, or at least a tie. Week seven. <laughs> Could you imagine if we tied after all that? Well, there was there was a point where I think it was you when you were away, where yeah, you actually we went projected to, to tie, right? Yeah, with the, uh, the Yeah, you projected tie. Uh, going, with, I think it was like Monday night or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that didn't happen. Um, yeah. Um, but number eight. your you know your, your team is on paper. They're, they're not a bad team, but, you know, after you go 0-4, I mean, you know, you, you got to start putting strings and wins together. And...
0: I could have been a contender. Yeah.
1: So. yeah and it's like uh, part of my reason for making that trade was, like, I really don't like the the Bears' uh, offense. And then I looked up at the stat line and, it's like, Trubisky had, like, four touchdowns and, like, 200-something. I, I don't know what he finished with his yardage, but I was, like, who who's getting all these points? Because I had Allen Robinson. He's not getting much. He got one touchdown, like 23 yards. Jordan Howard got nothing. Like, like.
2: Tariq Cohen had a huge game. Tariq man. Cohen. It was, yeah, like, uh, Taylor
1: was. But like week in and week out, who can you count on that offense?
2: Yeah, it's, it's, a little it's kind of a, it's kind of a. If the problem is that I don't think the offense is going to be outright terrible. Like, They'll be productive, but I think trying to figure out every week which guy it's gonna be is is gonna be kind of a crap shoot. Yeah.
1: I think how Howard, um, probably the best bet, but still. Yeah, so I sort of yeah go ahead.
2: Number eight. Uh number eight we have Skylar.
0: The Colonel. The Colonel. Please address him by his proper or name. Or
2: George as, as Natalia as likes to call him.
0: Dude,
1: who the fuck <laughs> is George?
2: Like, you, know uh, re-
1: you know what's really funny is the, the only podcast I ever listened to from here was the one I think where George was on it.
0: Oh yeah, and he actually
1: sounds like a sane human being until uh, until he uh, commented on all, all of my Venmo damage. Oh, <laughs> that's funny.
2: Um, yes, yeah, so I got the kernel at eight. Uh, it was uh, so he had a very rude awakening to JSdl. what he? Had. Not only that, but it was it was kind of a rough week because you know after Thursday night he had he felt pretty good, which I can't blame him. He must have felt pretty good after Thursday oh, yeah. night. And listen, I'll be honest with you. You know, inversely, I felt terrible after Thursday night. I really, (laughs) I thought my week was over. I got hammered. I I had had two guys put up fifty-five points on me. So you know, after uh, yeah, go ahead.
1: The one bright side of my like, I could have started Shepard and I could have started uh, Bortles and actually been a top-scoring team in the league this week. But obviously, I didn't start those guys. But it just it's it's reassuring to know that I had the points there. I just didn't make the right decision.
2: Would you have won if you had started those two guys?
1: I think uh, Shepard scored twenty-two points, and then Bortles would have added. I mean, Ryan Tannehill got me one point. Like I would have, I would have added twenty-six points with Bortles, and as I started Shepard over Allen Robinson, I would have added another. I'm like, doing the
2: math now, I think you would have lose anyway.
1: I still would have lost, but I would have beat any other team than the team I played.
2: Yeah, you. I think you would have lost. Like, it looks like rough estimate, but like. 197 to 195 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's rough. That's you tough. know what? I got to be honest with you. I, if that's the case, I would have rather not play them. <laughs> Can you imagine losing 197, 195?
1: Uh, I mean, I'd have been on tilt hardcore. I might have just traded everybody.
2: Honestly, I probably, uh, I, I probably would have left the league. We would have had uh, the new owner for the same team three years, three
1: weeks. <laughs> I would have venmo George.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Take it back. Um...
2: Uh, After Um, the colonel, I have uh, the moose, Natali, who made a pretty big leap this week. Um, You know, because uh, he had a decent week three, too. And uh, part of the reason that I didn't put him uh, higher – sorry, I should correct you. He didn't have a decent week three, but he won. He lost some guys mid-game, which definitely didn't help him and stuff like that. Like, uh, he had a couple of guys underperform. Whatever the case was that, you know, like some – he he lost two guys to injury during the game. Um, and then he had just a complete shocker from Minnesota and Latavius Murray week three when they got blown out by Buffalo at home.
0: Yeah, they did. By the, uh, the future greatest quarterback in JSDL history.
2: Right, obviously. So, um, you know, and then Carson wants his first game back and stuff like that. So, you know, he scratched out a win. Maybe he deserved it. Maybe he didn't. You know, but I kind of I kept him down partially because – no, due to no fault of his own, you know, the injuries do hurt. You know, Garoppolo, losing out of Garoppolo, you know, doesn't, obviously doesn't help him. And, listen, going to this week, playing Mitch Trubisky every week doesn't look like a something that you want that you ought to do, you know. So, um, you know. Well, he's got he, Darnold playing this week because Trubisky's on a bye. What happened?
0: He has Darnold playing this week right, because uh, yeah, Trubisky's you know, on a, on a bye. Week, but... So,
2: hopefully that, go, that, that goes up in small for him, obviously. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, two weeks in a row, he's won two weeks. He's, he's back at 500. He's not looking at tank just yet, you know. And, not yet. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. You know, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he's a. Uh, I listen. I'll be honest. At the beginning of the year, you didn't know what to expect from his running backs, which I think really is is a big part of it, obviously. Um, but then after a couple of weeks, his running backs look, you know, kind of messy. So you kind of said to yourself, like, eh, I don't know, maybe you know, maybe he kind of has like a off year kind of thing. And listen, you know, the last couple of weeks, putting some decent decent games together. He got a little lucky with his, you know, week three, but, you know, sometimes those are breaks. Week four obviously, you know, put up a great performance. Um, I hear Rashad Petty's on the block now, too. Yeah, he's definitely on the block. You know what's crazy? He he's scored, fat. he scored a hundred, yeah, that's the next one. Natalia scored 180 points this week, which is a lot of points. And yeah. He was only fourth in the league in scoring this week.
1: Well, yeah, and yeah they, they- – if there's ever a time to own Sony Michelle, right now is it because it's like everybody else in that backfield hurt. So, yeah. The one That's time, the kind of pinpoint the uh,
2: Patriots' backfield. Rex Burkhead is still available, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, what's funny is like, I was talking to Natalia this weekend. He's talking to me, like, you know, we talked about the games, and he's like, Has anybody ever scored 200? I'm like, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure Chris had 212 one week last year. But I think Geiger's scored 200 once also. Yeah, he might have. I'm. I'm, like, almost 100% sure I haven't, so I know it wasn't me, but I'm pretty sure I remember a week where Chris broke, like, 212, I think. Anyway, so he was telling me, he was like, oh, you know, I could have gotten to 200, you know, isn't that? I'm looking at his team, and listen, he's, he did great. I mean, Stravinsky's 45 points definitely helped, but I'm looking at his team, he did great, and I'm looking at the rest of them, like, huh. he scored 180, and then I scored 188, Heinberg scored 189, and Chris had 197. He literally could have scored 180 and lost to almost half the team. That's, that's crazy to me. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. This week yeah. was, uh, was like off the charts with scoring this week.
2: Yeah, it was a mean, lot of points put up. This
1: week. Mitchell Trubisky put up 45 points. We can expect that every week, week in, week out with him, I think.
0: Well, I think I mean, Shazer reported earlier, this is the um, most points scored in the first four weeks in NFL history. Yeah. Like, I think 3,300 points were scored overall in the league. 3,300? 3,300. Oh, yeah. 3,300 overall by all um, 32 teams.
1: Wow. And yet, yeah,
0: Arizona's
2: averaging less than 10 points a game. You know, I, I think that offense is, is going to start improving a little bit, though.
0: Well, now that Rosen's in there.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, honestly, they just – they don't look great this weekend, but they just – they have a different level of, like, enthusiasm, I feel like, when Rosen's in there. Like Bradford – My problem with Rosen, though, is that – My problem Rosen, though, he, he
0: doesn't
2: make big-boy throws. Yeah, it, it, we we need to see some more big boy throws out of him.
1: Yeah, uh, gets- Like Deshaun.
2: Yeah, Deshaun Watson is a, it's just a big boy thrower. But uh, but
1: they definitely look like more serviceable of an offense compared to Sam Bradford.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, as a David Johnson owner, I, I, I watched a lot of that game,
1: and mm-hmm.
2: you know, uh, I felt like there was just. I, I, you know, what, for, listen, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I didn't like Steve Brooks uh, as a uh, coaching candidate. He just comes off as super bland in, in, in his own way. And um, I'm not a big believer in him. Uh, and then there's um, who's it, Mike McCoy, the uh, OC. The, yeah. real McCoy? Uh, yeah, the real McCoy? Yeah, the real McCoy. You know, it's a little underwhelming and stuff. But, you know, I figured. I think David Johnson.
1: Is that, like, as, as low as you're ever going to get, like, for a buy low for David Johnson
2: right now? Well, yeah. I mean, that, that, you know, the problem is, uh, like, for me, right, as somebody who owns him, if I was a guy who didn't own him, I would go out and try and get him right now because I agree with you. Like, you might find an owner who's looking at it like, honestly, that's probably the best game we am going to get from all year. I don't look that way, obviously. But, well, I mean, the best game, yeah, like, you know, I know be yeah. the best game I get out of him all year, so maybe I should try and sell him for, you know, 80 cents, 90 cents a dollar.
1: In a keeper league, like, you got, you got to hold on to him. But uh, if it was a redraft league, I'd definitely be trying to buy him right now.
2: Yeah, right, yeah. And, um, you know, for, for those who might be asking that, uh, no, I'm not looking to move David Johnson. Um, <laughs> Fuck. But, uh... <laughs> um, I, I, but, yeah, I, I mean, like, I just feel like... I feel like the, the offense is going to start feeling themselves out a little more. And the other thing I think it has been weird, they haven't really tried using him in the past game much, like, at all. Which is surprising, because he's actually... a. Really good pass catching back, and it's like, why would you like? You have a guy who's good at a certain level. It's like, like I feel like it's the opposite of Zeke. Not that Zeke's terrible in the passing running, but obviously he's a superior runner than he is the passer. Imagine having Zeke and thinking, all right, we're gonna run the ball with him like ten times, and then we'll throw him the ball like eight times. Like, no, you're gonna run the ball with him twenty times, like, and then you can throw him the ball another five six times. You know, that's that's yeah. how you're supposed to handle it. Like David Johnson, I look at it as a guy who's all right. You listen, you give me, you give me his carries and stuff like that, but. No, you got to put him out in space and line him up on the outside, put him in the slot, whatever the case is, like target him, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, he came into the league as a receiver, right?
2: Right. Uh, no, no, he didn't come into the league. He came in as a running back, but he came yeah. in as a, as a running he back was, was, who was who had you know, he, good passing game chops, too.
1: I thought he transferred – I thought he was, like, original receiver maybe in college and then switched over around
2: that. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure he was a running back in northern Iowa. I'm not honest. Yeah, he was. He was, right? Yeah. Um, but he uh, came in six? with a reputation of being a big passing down back. -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Number six? Uh, Number six is Norris David. Uh, The other tag team. The other tag team. Uh, Um, They're honestly not here out of. They didn't have a bad week last week at all. So I, I, you know, I, I they got off a good start. So I kind of felt a little bad dropping them. Um, I think they put up 169 points and still lost by almost 20. So I thought, I, I felt like. Uh, you know, I had done enough to just get above him, get above them I should say, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they're at six, and listen, you know I, one of the things I've always said is sustainability is important and, you know, I'm looking at some of their guys, and I feel like uh, you know, they're starting to kind of level out, I, I was never a big believer in James Connor, um, I know week one, he had a month, a week uh, and he's still getting the volume, but I, I don't to me, he's not—he's he not, not a difference-making not talent. What?
1: He's not as good though. That's just...
2: no. I mean, that's definitely—I yeah, I don't think that's a different debate. But you know, he's not—he's a... the Ryan Fitzpatrick of running backs. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, basically. But he's not—he's <laughs> not a difference-making talent. So, like, yeah, you know, you'll get a couple of good games out of him, but you know, relying on him for you know twenty-five points a game—that's—that's—that's that's, that's not going to happen. And then Peyton Barber's has just been a nightmare, not miserable. Nightmare at you know, like so. They're really struggling at running back. Um, they're not having any struggles at the quarterback. They're just finding Danny there. Um, that's really it? The, that's really the backbone of that team, you know. But you know the wide receivers, you know, like as you know the uh, the part of George said, you know, can never Please. work with uh, Robert Woods and uh, Cooper Cup. So obviously, it's working really well. Um,
1: It'll be interesting to see if Ingram has has like taken away from uh, Kamara. Because Kamara's scoring so much right now, and if Ingram, if Ingram gets half of that. He's going to have yeah, a-
2: yeah, I mean, I, I still think Camaro is going to be putting up five top, five, top five numbers, but I don't think it'll be to the yeah, – I agree with you. I don't think it'll be the extent that, you know, we're really seeing right now. Like, Camaro's putting up 38 game. Like, I can see him putting up 23 a game, and Ingram ends up with, like, 10, 12, you know. Um, so, uh, I mean, you know, I think Ingram coming back is definitely going to help them. Uh, I think we're also getting Edelman back too, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you know they're getting a couple guys off by and stuff like that. Listen, you know what? Uh, when you looked at their schedule, you know week one through four, and you looked at uh, you know the guys that are missing, you said, said to yourself like, man, they you know they might win, may not, might not win a game. So you know they came up with hey, if they're two and two, they're basically at five hundred, and you know they stretch run, they get a couple of their guys back. You know, uh, I listen. You know, one thing that the one thing to keep an eye on for is um, you know they get Ingram back this week, who you know I think is. Definitely gonna be playing defeat. But also, you know, they have T G Yeldon on their bench and Leonard Fournette looks like he's gonna miss another couple of weeks. So they'll have a, a one two punch on running back again for at least the you know, next couple of weeks and I think they'll be okay if they can make it work with the wide receivers and you know, the quarterbacks are still the quarterbacks, obviously. So um yeah, I mean I, you know, uh they're two and two right now. Uh, I believe they have um no no not they don't who do they have this week? Uh, oh, they have um, they have a tough matchup this week. The we Berg, the Berg. Week, you know, but you uh, got a couple of guys back. You know, maybe um maybe catch Berg in a slow week if, if he's allowed to have one of those. I'm not sure. I got to check with somebody.
1: Um, you know, but
0: I don't yeah. think he's allowed
1: to.
2: It's
0: I, like, I look at their roster. I
1: don't see a number one running back or a number one receiver on the roster. Really, For who? For, uh,
0: for North David,
1: For North David, because you yeah, got Cup who's been performing solidly. You got uh, Sanders. Who's I, would, for- I would
2: argue that Emmanuel Sanders is the Broncos' number one running back.
0: He is. He's uh, the, in the past two years, he's the number one fantasy receiver for Denver. Now, if
2: your argument is they're not, not a wide receiver one, yeah. I, that I understand. That I, I can't understand. Yeah. And they're running
1: back the running backs, as well, because once Connor's out, he's done. Ingram splitting with Kamara. You got uh, – I mean, like Edelman's coming back. It, maybe he's the number one, but he—he's still not a huge fantasy receiver.
2: No, he's not. I, I will say this: um, you know, I, I think Connor's poised to have a pretty decent game this week. I uh, think has been terrible against running backs, particularly pass-catching guys. And I, I think—I think we'll get a shootout, you know, in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, so I, I could see that game giving Connor a, a decent boost. You know, and, and, you know, the rest of the guys, I mean, I, I think, they'll, you know, he'll hope – they're going to hope for a shootout in Pittsburgh because he's got Ryan, he's got Connor, you know, so he'd like to see that, that game go back and forth. Um, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's tough week this week, but, you know, uh, they gonna have to do something about tight end too, obviously. But, um, yeah. You know.
1: I think it's strong spot for the quarterback because, like, Rivers and Ryan, as long as they're still – they're still falling out, then I think they got shot. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's definitely a strong
2: suit. Uh, number five? Number five is uh, myself. I'm uh, checking a five this week. Uh, I had a big comeback win this week. I was actually uh, really pleased. Uh, like I said before, after Thursday night, I really felt like I'm done. Like, <laughs> here, one and three, here we come kind of thing. Because, you know, you get 55 points from – not to knock on cup or, um or Woods, but, like, those are the kind of guys that, you know, when you're playing against teams with those kind of guys, you're like, okay – you know their dogs are gonna put up their points, but you kind of hope for like, you know, eight point games out of those guys, ten point games out of those guys. And he just he got like thirty points out a cup in the first half. I'm just swe- I swear every time they score a touch, I'm like, oh, it's Cooper Cup again. I'm like, oh shit, you know. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I, I literally told you. Like, I turned that game off halfway through. I'm like, I can't watch anymore. It's too much.
0: Well, I think uh, I think the talent I hit the nail on the head. I think that um, both Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff are racist because they targeted Cooper Cup. And Adam Thielen primarily. Yeah, I mean, it definitely hurt you this week too.
2: Yeah, that's pretty obvious. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I I think I think last week was actually a really big week for me. You know, like it's not going to matter that much if I can't come out and take another win this week. But you know, um, a couple of things went right for me last week that uh, hadn't really gone well for me prior. You know, I got actually I actually got some production out of my running back too. Where I played Aaron Jones. Um,
0: and you're getting healthy now, too. Yeah, help, I'm, get, I'm getting a little well.
2: healthier, too. You know, uh, Mariota looked really, really good this week, both in fantasy and reality. i got to be honest with um, Yeah, finally. he so really look good. Uh, you know, um, <clears throat> Julio Jones. Showing great rapport
0: with Corey Davis. What? He's you're showing great rapport yeah, with was, Corey Davis now, too.
2: You know, Julio Jones. I, that, I've never seen somebody put up so many fantasy points without being able to get anyone near the fucking end zone. It's
1: insane. What? Uh, what is the deal with Hulu? I, I, I
2: really, honestly, at this point, I just don't. I
1: don't know. I feel like like I can't imagine a guy more suitable for the red zone, and yet, like last year, he had some ridiculous uh, number of red zone targets and no touchdowns out of it. Hardly. Yeah, and it's, and like, it's, it's, more it's like, more like he had eight. like one. Yeah, you know what's funny? Just, yeah, I think you know, one
2: of his touchdowns was was a red, was from the red zone. The crazy thing is, it was, like yeah, you know. He he looks – he's the only guy in the league who I think has a better chance of scoring from their side of the 50 than he does from his own side of the 50. Like, <laughs> ser- like seriously, it's crazy because, like, his best bet is to just beat somebody on a slant or a goal route or, you know, like, make a play on a ball and have somebody slip down fall down. Like, I mean, listen, you know what? Or have Mohamed Sanu throw it? Yeah, or have Mohamed Sanu throw right? like, it. Like, it, at this bad. point, listen, he's, I think he's the 33rd ranked player in fantasy. Like, I can't really complain about him. He's literally on pace with two thousand receiving yards, like which is fantastic, but holy shit, man, getting the fucking end zone once once in a while. Like I just I, I really just want to look at Yahoo Sports and I wanted to say Julio Jones touchdown just so I could see what it fucking looks like. Because at this point, like it's 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 gotten fucking insane at this point. That and and saying, not only that, but he's too good to out not be score.
1: Oh yeah, so Houston stat line. Julio Jones, two hundred and twenty-five yards, no touchdown.
2: Yeah, I mean this weekend, I actually didn't see the last play, but uh, Natalie told me about it. I was watching the Tennessee game, and uh, he told me he goes, "Did you see Julio?" I'm like, "No, what happened?" And we scored. He's like, "No." I'm like, "What happened?" He goes, "He called like a fifty-five-yard pass at the end of the game that meant absolutely nothing." I'm like, no, I mean, it That meant something to me." Thanks. But- <laughs> You know, but um, I think, listen, uh, my hope was all year. I, t- I told you all, I told Dubs, you know, I told you all summer. I'm really high on Aaron Jones. I'm a really big fan of him. Um, I think he's the best back in Green Bay. I think he's by far the best runner in Green Bay. I think Jamal Williams is just kind of a, you know, um, jack of all trades, master of a nun kind of guy. Like, he's good at pass Like protection. Cooper Cuff? He, he, what? Just like Cooper Cuff? Uh, no, I think Cooper Cuff's a better player than him. Um, he's just No, the, that was um, Cuff's uh,
0: scouting report, though.
2: Yeah, Master of Ultra, uh Jack Ultras, Master Bump.
0: Yeah, Master One think- was actually
2: a pretty good TV show too. Um, but you know, I, I feel like between Jones coming, you know, coming into form, hopefully, like he'll start becoming the lead back for Green Bay. And listen, you know, the lead back from Green Bay is actually a pretty good. You know, it's an enviable position to be in because listen, it's a team that plays uh, from ahead a lot. You know, because they have Green- they have Aaron Rodgers and you know, a guy who can like listen, Eddie Lacy despite being, you know, more of a real beast at the time, we're still putting up pretty good numbers in Green Bay, you know, for a couple of years, you know? So, um, I had Mike Evans on by this week, so I'll be missing him. But, you know, Mariotta was promising. And then, you know, I got to be honest with you, surprisingly low under the radar, Joe Flacco. Joe yeah. fucking Flacco, man. Top 20 in fantasy right now. He's 19th overall player. he got
0: Jamar Jackson's left fire in his ass.
2: Yeah, he really did. You, you know, I, I'll say this about, about Baltimore because they they profile as a team that should be a running or run-oriented team. But the reality is, is that, you know, they went out, they revamped their receiving core. They got John Brown, who actually I've always been a big fan of. Even back to Arizona, I was like John Brown. They got Michael Crabtree. They got Willie Sneed. They drafted two tight ends. Hurst hasn't really played yet. He hasn't played yet. But uh, Mark Andrews. And, like, you know, and they have uh, Buck Allen, who's a pretty good passing outback. But the thing is, you look at the team, you think to yourself, like, all right, they don't have any sexy names. They don't have any Antonio Browns, Julio Jones, all you know, those kind of guys. But they have the – the top three receivers, to me, they complement each other very, very well. Because, you know, John Brown is that kind of guy that can take the top of the defense. You see it all the time. He's, he literally – he could beat a ton of quarterbacks on the field. Crabtree's kind of that flanker who can make those intermediate routes. And Willie Snead's a pretty good slot receiver.
0: Crouchy to me reminds me of uh, what Anquan Bolden was for them, just that like
2: similar. Um, yeah. I, mean, I think Bolden was definitely that possession receiver. Better in traffic, but uh, that, he's a possession that, receiver who's who's reliable. Yeah, I agree.
1: factory is like the opposite of Julio Jones. He's like, oh, red yeah, here I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He's like, well, okay, let me show you how to do this, and I'll show you how to do everything else. Uh, yeah. We just lost the colonel again. Did we? Okay, um, I'm ready. All right, let's wrap up our power rankings, and then we'll just do the interview with him afterwards. Okay, no problem. Um, after after me we had uh Chris who obviously doesn't agree with uh himself being four. Uh, yeah, because he
0: himself one in his own fucking coaching poll.
2: Right. But yeah, listen, you, you got a love the of confidence he's a champ, so I guess he feels like until somebody takes the belt away from him he should be number one. This is prerogative. Uh, I have him at four. Um you? What? Colonel, can you hear us? Yeah, I'm back. Okay, great. All right, awesome. Though. Okay, cool. Um I have uh I don't know if you heard, but I have Chris at four. Uh, the thing with Chris is, I I know he just beat you. The thing with Chris is uh, consistency. I, you know, like he has he has two games this year where I think he put up like one hundred ninety points or more, or something like that. Like, and that's that's absolutely the type of team that he has. You know, power wise, like um,
0: when they're a full, month, yeah, when full they're chub. full
2: job Like uh, his, the two weeks he lost, I think he scored like one forty and uh, one sixteen, something like that. But one eighteen, sorry. But the thing is is that, you know, the 140s now, like, it's funny because you look at it now and I think to myself, like, 140 now.
0: That should be uh, a winning score. That should be a winning score. You know
2: what? That's what I'm trying to say, though. In years past, 140 was a winning score. But now, I feel like, I guess because offense is up in general, I feel like a lot of times you guys score in the 140s, 150s, and it's not quite a winning score yet. Like, oh, wow. Uh, It's because of the first downs, man. Yeah. So, you know, I mean. It's, yeah, basic is the first time. That's funny, actually. Um, You know what? Honestly, I don't mind those. They help a little bit. Uh, But um, he's a team that I I fully expect to, you know, get up higher in the rankings as the season goes on. Um, He's still got some guys running the shape, stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, listen, he still has as good a running back. Right now, he's got as good a running back room as anybody uh, with Gurley and Elliott. So as long as you have those two guys who can literally give you 50 points Combined or fifty points each. For being honest, um, you know. And uh, it's every like, week.
1: even though, even though, like, I hate watching Desha- Deshaun Watson every week. So, like, you look at his fantasy numbers; it's like he's just putting up numbers every week for you. Yeah, it.
2: no, I mean, he's 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 a productive fantasy guy, and that's that's you know what it is. He profiles that kind of guy too, which is fine. Uh, but you know what? He, he's got a he's got a little bit of a dilemma every really week too with our. Uh, Roethlisberger and Watson and Cousins. I mean, listen, it's a good problem to have because, you know, you got to figure it out. But, like, all right, this week he said Cousins, who put up 37 points. Last week he said Big Ben, who put up 27 points. Week two he said Cousins, who put up 39 points. Week one he said Roethlisberger, who put up 13 points, Or probably made the right call. There. Actually, oh well, Watson underscored him, but whatever. Like, you see, like – he, he presents the possibility to swing and miss on a you know a quarterback's week. Now listen, if they're all putting up thirty points and whatever, it shouldn't be an issue. But you know, it, it does lead to the problems of having guys that aren't putting up the right you know the right weeks or whatever the case is. So, but
1: um, right. and also, I mean, you, you look at the big play guys. You've got like Elliott, Gurley, uh, Devontae Adams, and then you look at like I think one of the keys to line up is Zach Ertz because yeah. Zach hitting a. You know, he's not getting in the end zone right now, really, but it's like he's putting up 10 points every week. Oh,
2: yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I think one of the things that um, separates my lineup from a lot of other lines is the strength of tight end. Tight end's really yeah. a really, 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 really soft position, especially this year. Um, yeah, so,
1: you either have one of the top three or else you're scrapping every week to find somebody who's going to even hit the board. It's true,
2: yeah. Like, so if you have, you know, the top guys to me are obviously Gronk, but I mean, he's been kind of, you know, an act this year, but listen, Kelsey's been, Kelsey's off it's a good start, um, Ertz is, Ertz is solid, after those guys, like, it kind of becomes a crapshoot, like, you're basically just looking for a guy who's got touchdown potential every week at that point.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. you know. So, uh, I have Chris there at four, but that's a, uh, I, I'd, I'd, call, I'd call it a soft four, like, mm-hmm. I can't see a lot of room for uh, aggressive mobility up the rankings. Uh, number three is, uh, number three is my guy Pino, um, I know Pino thinks that I'm a little hard on him and that uh, maybe I don't give him as much credit as as, as is due. Uh, I disagree. I, I think uh, he deserves a lot of credit. I think he runs a really good team. I think he's uh, – with the exception of last year's playoffs, he's very organized, he's on point. Uh, he's got a good hunch for for which guys to play, which guys not to play. Uh, obviously, that didn't work out this week with with Coleman, but I can't really blame him for not playing Coleman, especially after the last couple of weeks. But, you know – um. He's got Kamara. He's got one of the best players in the fantasy, so he's always going to have a chance. But, I mean, the difference for him is uh, he's got Brees and Rodgers, who realistically are going to be top five, six options at quarterback at, at worst, you know, um, but he's also got Kamara there. And then, you know, he kind of just makes do with the rest of the guys. He's got, you know, he's got Jarvis Lange, he's got Brandon Cook, he's got Marvin Jones, guys that are going to put up rotate weeks and put up numbers and this and that. And, um, one of the guys, you know, he added that he's actually – off to a surprising start this year is uh, Jared Cook uh, he's rotated some games and stuff like that but um you know he, him adding cook allowed him to move Ingram, which got him you know some more depth on the roster and stuff like that so uh yeah I mean you know uh Pino's one of the last undefeated defeated teams left uh, he's played pretty well he's i believe he's fourth in points uh, so he's putting up points I did mention the fact that uh some of the teams that he's played have really really underperformed and might have helped his record a little bit, and he wasn't the biggest fan of that. But I mean, it's just you know, it's the truth. And, um, you know, but he, he's playing well, and uh, you know, he's, he's number three. And listen, you know, um, hot starts are nothing new to uh, to Pino, obviously, as he's had some some of them before. Um, last year he came with a good start, but he was kind of struggling scoring, not so much the case this year. So, you know, Pino's uh, Pino's at three, and um, he's uh, he's got a good team, uh, Pino's got a really good team.
1: Yeah, I think I think the most envious thing about his team is that I don't think there's a lot of decisions to be made in his roster. It's like yeah. he has, he has a starting lineup and just go. Like the other guys, like I mean, he didn't start Cohen, he didn't start Cook, but it's like the I don't see a lot of hard decisions on picking his lineup in the league. He's
2: got he's got a very set it and forget it team.
1: Yeah, yeah. and they're all good too. So like I mean, you, you got Rodgers. Oh, yeah, I, 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 we mean that we mean
2: that in a complimentary way, not in a. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, number two, number, three. Uh, number two oh, yeah. is uh, yeah. I'm saying that was number three. Uh, number two is actually uh, Geiger. Uh, Geiger has been the number one in the power rankings since the first week of the year. Um, not the pre. But then he got waxed. Then he got waxed by the new number one Berg, who's just been insane lately. But we'll get to him. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Geiger's been. Um, Geiger's had a good. Really good, consistent team. Uh, I think it's just not that weak. Uh, nothing I would worry about. I mean, he was missing his best running back himself, to so that didn't help. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I I wouldn't worry too much if I were him. Uh, he still has a great right team. He's got a really good team. In the
0: I mean, I would. He's about to get a two game losing streak going on. What? I said, I would. He's about to have a two game losing streak happen. I don't think uh, all four games should be talking trash. Um, <laughs> so, I, Do you think two and
1: two is overachieving right now?
2: Listen, two and two is five hundred. Sorry, Um, no. But what I was gonna say was, you know, uh, he's gotten to this point with Brady not really being Brady. Like, I think Brady has twenty two and a half. The most Brady has scored is twenty two and a half points, which I'm sure he broke a lot last year. Um, So you know, uh, he's three and one. But I feel like a lot of his guys haven't really had any like big games or anything like that. I feel like he just, he's still, like, cruising around there. I mean, Michael Thomas is off to a fucking fantastic start. But other than, <laughs> other than Michael Thomas, like, you know, he's got Burrito who wasn't really expecting a ton out of and this and that. And, yeah. You know, I mean, there's – even though he's putting up really good numbers right now, um, talking about Geiger, I feel like there's, you know, a lot of room for improvement. So, I think he's, he's in a really good place right now. Um, he's got a desperate team this week. So we'll see what happens there.
1: Oh yeah, and Michael Thomas's receptions alone have been enough to put up solid numbers. Yeah, it's true. That's pretty crazy. I'm
2: actually surprised
0: at how little Michael Thomas's range. What he had like
2: sixteen or seventeen catches in his first game. Like that, yeah. I, he, he's he's been putting up a ton of catches.
1: Uh, he had
0: twenty-eight catches in his first two games. 38 in his first three. Well, that's not. And the Giants shut him down.
1: Yeah, we did. By shut yes. him
2: down, it means that they, they didn't really
1: need us. They didn't I, really need I, the football. I haven't watched that game. Was it the Jackrabbit? Yeah. That's maybe my yeah. Maybe my favorite uh, nickname for a player in the NFL. Really? Jackrabbit? The Jackrabbit, Jim North. I love it. Oh, well, that makes sense. Um,
0: so, Mine was always the Mile High Messiah.
1: Wait, wait. what is it? Didn't you also? To, what wasn't there also the Metsiah for uh, when you were a big fan of? of yeah,
2: Zach
0: Metzner.
1: <laughs> yeah. One of
2: my, my one of my favorites is actually, Christian Okoya's nickname, the Nigerian Nightmare. Yeah. Um,
0: I will say I think my favorite sports nickname of all time though was uh, Bartolo Cologne.
2: Job of the Hunt.
1: Big sexy. <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
2: yeah. Job of the know, Hunt right. actually fits better. Yeah. Right. Um. Uh, All right, number one, we got Bird. Yeah. Number one, we got Bird, who's very deserving of number one seed because he's just fucking waxing people right now. Uh, he's put up – he leads the league in points. And if I'm not mistaken, he actually oh, – I'll you, let me double check it. But He leads the league. Pat Mahomes is number three player in the league. You what? How is Pat Mahomes only number three in the league? Who scored more than him? I don't think it's, it's scored more. I think it's also positional value. Like, Camara's won.
1: Yeah, Camar. No, it's
2: it's overall points scored, dude. So Kamara's ahead of him, then? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Um, whatever. But, uh, yeah, whatever. He's he's just rolling, man. Like <laughs> know, Mahomes puts up numbers every week. Tyreek Hill is. I th- I always liked Tyreek Hill. I had him in 2016, but I always feared him being a home run hitter. We ever discussed before. He's not, man. They use him. They like using him a lot. And like, yeah, they do. You know, they they even saw so him on Monday night. Like you see them, like. They want to get the ball in his hands. They'll find ways to get the ball in his hands. They've got to line him up in the backfield. They've got to line him up in the slot. they got to line him up outside and have him run inside and then run back outside. Or they're going to get the ball in his hands and things are going to happen. You know, like um, yeah. you know, he, Melvin Gordon's go – go ahead.
1: Like, he's so quick. He just – he, like, makes people miss on a dime. It's like,
2: he's so fast. He makes fast yeah. people look not so fast. One
1: person misses him and then he's, like, 80 yards down the
2: yeah, right. One one guy slips, one guy misses a tackle, and he's gonna get a lot of yards. But yeah. not only that, but you know, he's got Hill. You know, uh, he's got Calvin Ridley, who's starting to come out really strong lately. Um he the best
1: his, wide receiver, I think.
2: Uh, at least yeah. right now, yeah, very, definitely is Um You know, after his first three, his first game, he didn't put up any points, and his well, next three, he averaged twenty five points a game. You know, so. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think one of Berg's weak small few weaknesses was what he was going to do at the other receiver position behind Hill. Uh, you know, uh, at the time being, at least, at the very, at the very least right now, um, you know, um, Calvin Ridley's kind of answered those questions, you know. he's yeah, He's he he been produ- producing, and then, you know, he lost Mixon. He hasn't had it for two games, and he's still been winning. But, I mean, listen, part of that. He's waxing people, too. <laughs> he's
0: been waxing people in the process, yeah, I too. I mean,
2: it's fair to mention that he's had Gio Bernardo who's been putting up Big, big games in his absence. I think Bernard's big averaging league. like sort of 15, 16 games too. So
1: um, He's really got a team to last too. I mean, Cortland Sutton, a great stash on the bench. Joe Mixon, great young running back. Uh, yeah. His team, Melvin Gordon. Even,
2: even George Kill. Melvin Gordon's
1: quietly putting together one of the best fantasy seasons that he's ever put together.
2: Yeah, Is he averaging 10 yards a carry yet, or what's going on with that? Oh, I am not yet. Sorry, not 10 yards a Five
1: yards a
2: carry. Four fancy.
1: yards a Four, 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 four. His fancy points are 25, 28, 16, 29.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I know. I'm talking about I, I like busting his balls because he is literally – this is amazing to me. He's played in the NFL for, I think, three years now or four? Yeah.
1: yeah. This is fourth? This is his Fourth, fourth year. year.
2: Okay. He has never averaged four yards a carry
0: in a season. Yeah, he hasn't. He was like 3.9 last year. That's crazy. I think he's averaging four he's right, averaging now, 5. 1 right now. 5.1 right now.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. and for zero touchdowns his rookie year. That was the best part. Yeah,
2: that was yeah, yeah. that was impressive. Um but uh and Berg's had him since that year too. Yeah, Berg never let him go. But uh yeah, you know, Lynch is having a pretty good, you know, year now on you know, the and Jimmy Grimm's been solid if I'm spectacular was really in solid, you know. Um and uh you know, listen, he's gonna go as far as Mahomes' gonna take him, but Mahomes can take him really, really far because that boy can play. Yeah.
0: He gave him through a left
2: handed too. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you know what? Like, between Prescott and Carr, like, he makes a work at QB2. And, uh, you know, between Ridley and – You know, listen, he has Deshaun Jackson on the bench and Funches who puts us some decent games here and there. If he can guess right every week, he's he's going to be really tough to beat.
1: Well, and it's like uh, not a lot of times do you see the, the fantasy handcuff really pay off. But Giovanni Bernard stepped in for Mixon while he's hurt and he's just been fucking spectacular. Yeah, he's been awesome.
2: Yeah, he hasn't missed the beat, basically. Yeah.
0: All right, that's our uh, top ten. Let's move on to, inter- to our interview. Uh, so, Colonel, I think first and foremost, what do you think of the league so far now that you're uh, two weeks in?
1: Uh, it's the worst. I'll never do it again.
0: I, I understand.
1: Uh, I mean, as yeah. an o and 4 team, like, you know, and the sad part is I'm looking at my team and I'm like, no, I don't have a bad team. What the fuck? No, you don't. That's literally what I've been saying to Nick
0: earlier today, too. Like, my team really isn't bad. It should be 0-4. Yeah, like four, I mean, and both your teams, I would
1: like obviously yeah this week obviously I played the top scoring team, and you know you'll run up against that time and time again, but it's just like <clears throat> you know like I feel like four weeks four weeks in a row that like looking back i only i've only had the the team for two weeks, but it's just like,
0: i feel like that happens um, to you like every year too is you have like the worst fancy defense
2: luck
1: yeah yeah,
2: yeah, I'm actually glad you all uh, i listen I got to be honest with you, uh somebody who played fans for a really long time. Uh, wavering defenses, huh? Oh yeah. You're a fucking cowboy. That is not something I would ever do. <laughs> that's fucking insanity.
1: Oh yeah, no, I saw the chargers on there and I had to go after it. Oh no, I I, I
2: thought the chargers were a good pickup, but wavering defenses? Ooh. That's a, uh, that's a new one. I, I value my wavering way too much to use my other defense.
1: Oh yeah. You just
0: wait till three o'clock in the morning like Dick does and make your ads then. Yeah, just do that.
1: Um, <laughs> Yeah, no. I also like. I'm really unfamiliar with how this league works and who's going after what so far. So I'm like.
2: I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't think anybody else wears defenses here.
1: Yeah, no. I just, thought, I just saw, I just saw what I wanted, and I just played in. So.
2: Yeah, it's um, it's like
1: Black Panther and Infinity where
2: we we don't do that here. Yeah, we we, 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 we don't we don't we don't do that here. Um, <laughs> and and it's like, I'm looking at it it's funny though because like you'll waiver a defense, and I have pretty. I'm pretty sure I have played games without defenses you have yeah right you did it last year against the tally because he didn't respect himself that was a <laughs> problem um <laughs> no but i'm pretty sure i've done that before too
1: well yeah and it was like there. you have i don't think i had any other players to pick up so i was just like if somebody's going after the C, I, I want to grab them i guess
2: yeah I, I i had my eye on them too um i went away with them i did have my eye on them but uh, I actually ended up getting pretty lucky with Green Bay's defense. They put up a lot of points for this week.
1: Oh yeah, they pitched a shutout, right?
2: Yeah, they pitched a shutout. And they got like twenty-four points, which uh, you know, it's funny because I won by I believe nineteen. Um, and I how many how many did the Chargers have this week?
1: Uh, it wasn't that high. It was not. It was not like a. Uh... They had. It scored two points. They this had week. five. They, they had five. five,
2: five. So I'm yeah. trying to think. Yeah. Uh, I think we're in 19.
1: So I should have used my waiver on Green Bay.
2: Oh, wow. You want to, okay, so <laughs> – if, 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 That's you should have used. it. If I hadn't gotten uh, – if I had gotten the Chargers' defense, I would have lost me. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's the margin of error? Yeah, I would have lost by 0.
1: .53. Well, oh, that sucks. I would have fucking lied. You're welcome because I wouldn't have won.
2: I, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. Straight up, I would appreciate it. I, I really do appreciate it. Now, if you had <laughs> added Green Bay's defense, and then played Shepard, and then played Bortles, you're looking at I, a W, my friend. I mean,
1: I'd, I'd have been, I'd have been on the 200 mark there. Yeah. So. You
0: know, there you go. Yeah. That, that was a flash to make it this league in your uh your second game. Like uh, I,
1: I mean, one of the biggest things that made me almost not take this team was that I had Ryan Tannehill on my roster. Just the fact that he was on your roster was an issue.
0: Yeah. No, the fact on a three-year deal as well.
1: Yeah, it's like picking between Blake Bortles and Ryan Tannehill is like uh, – that's just Florida dirty.
0: Yeah, not for nothing, uh, Bortles is not a bad fantasy quarterback because he used to rack up yards in garbage time. Yeah, but unless you played him the
1: week before and he burned just for nine points.
2: That's true, too. <laughs> Listen, uh, Blake Bortles uh, is a JSDL champion, by the way. He is.
0: I think it's like fourth in the league that you're in scoring. So too. Like, yeah, bro, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know
2: why? Because they would literally be, bro, the Jaguars would start and they'd be in fucking garbage mode from fucking 10 minutes into the first quarter. They'd be that way 35 points in the first, like, seven minutes of the game. How are they so bad? I, like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Well, for,
1: I wasn't complaining. I keep wanting to believe that the Jaguars <laughs> are a run first team. And then I think the Jaguars get that they're a run first team and they are like, well, fuck it. Throw the ball. Bortles, throw the ball. We don't fuck care it. about we'll you. Throw it now. We'll go, we'll go live. We'll
2: go live. I mean, listen, nothing, nothing. They want to be a run first team, but the guy, they guys to run the ball is never on the fucking field. So what are they supposed to do? Like, yeah, listen, Yeldon, they're... Yeldon's a solid backup. I like Yeldon, but you know, you're not going to run the same offense with Yeldon as you are with Fournette.
0: Yeah, not for nothing. It's really inconsiderate of um, letting Fournette to be healthy just the one week. I play him.
1: Yeah. Well, and also I had O.J. Howard hang the fucking goose eggs on me, so it's like...
2: Yeah, well... And I was hurt.
1: But he did do me the favor and get hurt for his bye week so I can put him in my injured dessert.
2: Oh, that is convenient.
0: Yeah, it is. That's, that's, that's very nice a, of him.
2: He's a hell of a guy.
1: He's a hell of a guy.
2: Yeah, he's, he's still, You know, and guys named O.J. get such a bad rap.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, they really it's so do.
2: Sad, so sad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But he does look like a monster out there. I gotta no, no, honest. he does. He's,
2: he's look good this year. I'm curious. He's greatly improved this year because he was terrible last year.
1: I mean, he looks like a zombie running route, but it's like a big, very athletic zombie.
2: It's like a, it's like a walking dead, like one of the main boss zombies.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah.
2: No, what I was going to say was, though, uh, I'm curious to see what's going to happen now that Winston's going like home full-time because they actually haven't played together this year yet because you know, he got hurt before Winston in, I believe.
1: Um, well, and it's the flourish of Fitzpatrick, like we all had fun with that, but that's not real. We all know that. Like, uh, yeah, Winston. yeah.
2: You know what's funny, honestly? Um, it actually, and it actually cost me cost me a win too. But, um, week uh, three, uh, I needed some quarterback help, and I actually thought about uh, waiving Fitzpatrick, but I, I just I couldn't. To me, at least, like the way I do, it, like I couldn't justify using a waiver on a on a guy who's not a a long term fix. You know, like using it on, on a yeah. guy who's going to help me for maybe a week or two. So, I mean, technically, if you think about it, it really did cost me a win because had I played Fitzpatrick against Berg, I would have beaten Berg. Um, but, you know, uh, I'm hoping it's something with a little more value where I see me pick it up. Listen, wow. As a uh,
0: Winston owner, though, I thoroughly appreciate that Fitzpatrick remembered exactly who he was as Winston's suspension,
1: suspension ended. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Know.
2: Doesn't want to lose sight of those things. The
1: the, the <laughs> greatest thing about this whole season with Fitzpatrick is when he threw that touchdown or whatever it was, and he made those like carnal animal eyes. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I you've seen that. Is re- with,
2: with Fitzpatrick, honestly, this, I've always said, with Fitzpatrick, he looked like he
1: was drinking blood and uh, eating like a turkey off the bone.
2: <laughs> no, it wasn't. Hang up multiple times. With Fitzpatrick and, like with him, listen, he's not a starting full-time starter quarterback in the NFL. But what he is is he's a really, really, really good backup. He's a backup that can literally come in and he can win you some games. You know, he's not going to do it for a long stretch of time. But, like, if you yeah. are lucky enough to have a cute quarterback who only gets hurt for, you know, say a couple of weeks or whatever, like, he can come in and go one and one, two and one for you, like, make some plays, make some throws. The problem is that he can't do it consistently. Which, you know, we've seen. You know,
1: I, think, right. I think he's a way sexier yeah. back backup than Nick Foles. And Nick Foles just won a Super Bowl back out. I
2: mean, yeah, he, he's like – yeah, I, I would agree. I, I think Nick Foles kind of just caught lighting the bottle. Listen, he played fantastic for those last two games last year. I take nothing away from him. He was just fucking awesome. But I think he's a lot more close to the guy that, you know, we saw this year than, you know, the guy that – uh, we saw playing the NFC Championship game in the Super Bowl. So I don't, I agree. I, think I always think, I always think at Fitzpatrick as a, like, probably the best back and quarterback in the league.
0: Yeah, I think that. So. Yeah, I, I can, I can agree with that also. All right, guys, I think that's it for us. Uh, Colonel, thank you for stopping by. Hey,
1: thank you for having me.
0: Good luck for you guys this week. I'm um, to... um, playing you
2: guys, so that's fine. Yeah, good luck. That's fine. To, to Geiger, suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Signing off. Signing See off. you guys later. <laughs> before before <laughs> I go, before I go, can I get like a, a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down for the name after Mac Records? Oh, I love uh, it! I told yeah, Nick that when I was in uh, Aruba. Uh,
2: I think we're more millions because mine. But uh, what? No, I actually, I, I actually liked it. I like it. it. I was funny.
1: What really sells it is the registered trademark at the end.
0: Oh, absolutely! It's better than any team name that team has had this year, <laughs> and they've had like seven, and yeah, they've all
2: been fucking horrific.
1: Uh, all, right, all right, guys. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, I'm going to win this week. I'm Venmo and George back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> A request for your money back.
1: <laughs> and pizza and gas, too.
2: That's fair. That is fair. Yeah, you're right. All right, guys. Bye. Take care.
0: Later. Take care.